Welcome back, y'all, to episode 30 of the Zachary Wingate podcast, where nothing is off the table. I cannot believe I am at the 30-day mark. First month of doing a podcast every day consecutively for 30 days. And wow, what can I say? I have 11 more months to go. So far, it's been an amazing journey. Um, A lot of positive feedback. You know, I think that's what's been really great. And a lot of people commenting on Instagram or DMing me saying they really love the podcast. And I really appreciate that. But with that being said, with it being episode 30, I kind of wanted to get into kind of some, a fun story or a story that happened to me while I was traveling on the road. It involves UFOs, camping, and South Dakota. So sit back, relax, and listen and enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so now it's time for story time with Zach. So for this episode, I kind of wanted to get into something I've been thinking about recently, kind of mulling over my head, is is it an experience or a moment that happened to me while I was with my cousin in Wall. So I had like a like a brain fart for a minute because I thought I already talked about this. Okay, so I haven't. It's the same cousin who I went backpacking with in the Grand Canyon. If you have not listened to the Grand Canyon episode, you should. It's um it's a good good overview of what happened. But this is in 2013. I'll set the stage. I was coming back from China after spending there for two years, and me and my cousin wanted to do a Take Back America tour, if you will, where we camped and backpacked and did about 6,000 mile road trip all the way from Tulsa, Oklahoma, all the way to Glacier National Park, which is in Montana, which sits at the border of Canada and work our way back. So, and then we drove across America to go to Wisconsin. That was an epic road trip. I might have to do a podcast, podcast just about that road trip, but getting into a story about seeing my very first, not my very first, but the closest UFO I've ever seen. So for me, um, we were traveling through South Dakota Waldrug, Waldrug, South Dakota. And if you know anything about Waldrug or South Dakota, South Dakota has really nothing. So when you're driving on the highway and you know, the only reason why you're probably passing through South Dakota is to get somewhere else, unless you live there. Um, but if you're going to Mount Rushmore or going, there's another monument called Crazy Crazy Horse, Crazy Horse Monument, which in itself is bigger, but that monument's insane. We, me and my cousin, hiked up that in our flip flops whenever they had the Volks March, which is the People March. Um, and that was really cool too. But for this for for this particular night, you know, me and my cousin have been camping on the side of the road, camping in a lot of places, and we've been driving and driving and driving, and we got to South Dakota. Then we got, you know, we kept seeing these billboards for Wall Drug, like every, you know, fifteen to twenty five miles stop at Wall Drug, and for me, being the son of a billboard man, I was intrigued. So. We, we kept going on the highway, and we kept seeing it and seeing it. So 
essentially we decided to stop in Waldrug, South Dakota. And whenever you stop there, it's very interesting because it's almost like it just shows you the power of marketing because if you didn't have so many billboards, maybe you would just drive past it. But Waldrug in itself, from what I remember, and this has been about 10 years, is um, like it's a bunch of shops put together that make kind of like this big, huge co-op type kind of place and you go in there and you buy stuff and it's whatever. So we checked it out and we decided to camp there for the night. Now, a couple things is, you know, whenever you camp, you put up your tent. And for me, you always decide to put on the rain fly or not, you know, thinking if there's going to rain happen or if not, you can sleep under the stars and see the stars. So at that time, I had a iPad um, that I used in China and, you know, I downloaded a lot of movies in China on it so I could watch movies on it. So coming back home, you know, sometimes in the evening we would watch a movie on the iPad. Well, we are inside a, the tent and the tent and the campground we stayed at is in the middle of wall drugs. So it's not out in the boonies. It's not anything crazy. You know, we camp right by a railroad track. So what happened is we decided not to have the rain fly on the tent that night. And, and what I did also is I put the iPad in kind of the drop basket so you can lay on your back, look at the stars as the backdrop and watch a movie. Now, I can't remember the movie, but I think it was probably something horrible. But we're sitting here watching the movie with my cousin. And as we're watching it, you know, you can kind of see if I set up what kind of what we're looking at. We're laying on our backs. We're bolstering on cots. We really hadn't drank anything that night, and we were just kind of just getting tucked in for the night, probably watch a movie and doze off in about an hour. Um, Now, if I lay on my back and I'm looked up, you know, in my front view, if I'm looking direct up, I see the stars. If I'm looking to my left, there's a tree line with a railroad track, and if I'm looking to my right, there's just one tree in the middle of the campground. You know, and there's lots of streetlights. So, you know, you can you can imagine there's not, like I said, it's not like his crazy campground. It's just a very common campground. Now, me and my cousin are laying on our backs watching a movie. And we both notice a very odd shape kind of going through the sky really slow. Now, if I can set kind of what this looks like, if you can imagine there's a tree that's about 25 feet. And from the tree line to the to the big tree, it's probably close to 150 yards, just open sky. Um, so you kind of have a really good view. And what I saw was a UFO ship. Now, I'm going to describe this ship to you so you kind of have understanding of what it looks like. It couldn't have been no bigger than, I mean, I would say... I'd say the same size potentially as a Cessna. Um, And, you know, and it looked like a diamond or a spade. If you look at a spade, how it has like two points and kind of has like an opening that kind of pushes out on the sides, almost like a pear shape, if you will, with two points. And the ship or the UFO in itself almost looked like it was a like it looked like it was a metallic green and there was some type of cloaking mechanism on it so it was actually mirroring what was on top so if you think about it it's almost like 
it was able to absorb the stars and project it on the bottom as camouflage. So it'd be really difficult to kind of see what the UFO looked like. However, this metallic green tent kind of laid it out as an outline so you could see something moving. So in itself, you know, that's kind of what it looked like and it was very strange. And me and my cousin both stopped watching the movie, opened up the door and watched this kind of this this UFO ship that I described flying no more than 15 to 20 miles an hour. Obviously had to be some type of anti-gravity capabilities to, to remain in the air and it slowly flew over that one big tree at 25 feet. And, you know, if you listen to some of my podcasts, if you go back to, there's a podcast where I talk about cow mutilations and being exposed to UFOs and alien entities and things that aren't really normal for a child. And my grandpa even being on the one of the first episodes of Sightings, which is a TV show that went on for about nine seasons that talks about unexplained events. So I'm just trying to say, as 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 someone very young, I, I don't like the concept of UFOs or aliens. They don't. It doesn't like throw me off and freak me out because I was exposed at that age. So when I saw that that ship in Waldrug, it was me and my cousin, and we just kind of looked at each other. And I never forget. He asked me, he's like, "Should we text anybody?" And I was like, "No, dude. I ain't trying to send out any messages." indicating what we just saw because we are I felt exposed so you know for me it wasn't like a, I wasn't super overwhelmed by it because I was like you know I've been hearing about this stuff my whole life I think what was really surprising to me was the cloaking mechanism so if it didn't have that metallic green like there was an air like you wouldn't have saw it it would be completely camouflaged using having the ability to mirror what was on top to push below so you wouldn't know. So if anything was flying above you at night, then you kind of just see stars. You just assume it's stars, but you don't really know what it is. So that was like something really interesting about it was the fact if it didn't have that metallic green, I wouldn't have saw it. And the next thing is how slow it was moving. I mean, you talk about anti-gravity and being able to kind of have a ship move and not being held up. And the last thing is like we went to sleep that night. And the craziest part about this story is like we went, I mean, not crazy, but we went to sleep by a railroad track. And, and I woke up in the night hearing these screeching sounds that were just unbearable. And I woke up and I was stunned. And my cousin started laughing because what had happened is there was two raccoons presumably mating outside of the tent. And like, I've never heard that before. And I'm going to say I grew up in the country and it terrified me more than potentially, you know, it terrified me more than seeing the UFO because it was just such a terrifying sound. And I woke up and my cousin laughed at me and, and then we went back to sleep and we talked about it. And to this day, I still talk to my cousin about seeing that. So if you guys have any like information or if you've seen any UFO like this, please DM me at the Dyslexic Alpha. Um... And yeah, that is my episode for today. That's episode 30. That is my story. Um, I also just want to like really, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And, I'll, and I did have a six minute podcast yesterday. Sometimes my podcasts are short and sometimes they're long because of the nature of the 365 content. You know, I, 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 
I live my life and then I kind of mold my life to the podcast at the moment. You know, my goal is like really to probably transition and change after episode 100. But for now, I'm at 30, which means I got about, you know, I got a couple more to go. I got about 70 more podcasts to go, which seems unreal just to keep pushing. And what's so crazy about yesterday is I had to make time for that six minute podcast because yesterday I had a baptism. I had like, yesterday's just such a crazy day. Like the last two weeks have just been insane. So, you know, putting it together and making it work. And, you know, even I hope you guys enjoyed that six minute one. It's about the movie Nope, which also has to do with UFOs. So you should probably listen to it. You know, it's a spoiler alert. So I'm going in some deep details, but love to get your information on that as well. But once again, Day 30, big goal, big mark in the books, but we got much more to do. So thank you for listening and have a good one.